This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to Work From The Weight, a personal weight loss journey podcast. A place to share the ups and downs, the experiences, and the science of weight loss. All to encourage you to reach your own weight loss goals. Here's your host, Randy Black. On today's episode, we're going to take a look at what it means to be mindful in your food choices so that you can avoid overeating as you continue to work from the weight. So in the context of making good food choices and avoiding overeating, being mindful refers to a state of heightened awareness and of conscious decision-making related to those eating habits. It involves paying full attention to your thoughts, your feelings, and your behaviors around food. So here's some more detailed uh, information to help back up that idea and that definition. First, we're going to start off with awareness. Mindful eating begins with being aware of your body's hunger and fullness cues, as well as your emotional and physical responses to food. It involves recognizing when you're genuinely hungry and when you're eating for emotional reasons or out of habit. Second thing we want to talk about is the present moment focus. So it means staying fully present and engaged in the act of eating rather than mindlessly consuming food while distracted by external factors like TV, a smartphone, or work. When you eat mindfully, you're tuned into the taste, the texture, and the aroma of the food you're consuming. The third thing to help back this up is the idea of non-judgmental observation. So being mindful also entails observing your eating behaviors without judgment and without criticism. You acknowledge your choices and your reactions without labeling them as good or as bad. This non-judgmental attitude reduces feelings of guilt or shame associated with food. Our fourth thing to think about is conscious decision-making. Mindful eating involves making conscious decisions about what, when, and how much you eat. It involves choosing foods that nourish your body and align with your health and wellness goals. Our fifth thing to consider is listening to your body. You listen to your body's signals of hunger and fullness, and you respond appropriately. When you're full, you stop eating even if there's food left on your plate. And when you're hungry, you eat to satisfy that hunger. The sixth thing to back up this idea of mindfulness is that you need to savor the experience. You take time to savor the experience of eating. It includes appreciation of the flavors, of the textures, of the sensations of the food. It can enhance your enjoyment of meals, and ultimately prevent 
overeating on your part. The seventh thing to consider is emotional awareness. Mindful eating involves recognizing the emotional aspects of eating, such as stress or boredom eating. It encourages finding alternative ways to cope with emotions instead of using food as a distraction or as a comfort. And the last point we want to consider is intuitive eating. Ultimately, being mindful in your food choices and your eating is closely related to intuitive eating. It means trusting your body's wisdom and responding to its cues regarding hunger and fullness. Being mindful in making good food choices and avoiding overeating involves being fully present, non-judgmental, conscious of your eating habits. It's about cultivating a healthy and a balanced relationship with food by listening to your body's cues and making choices that will support your overall well-being. Are you enjoying what you're hearing? Head over to workfromtheway.com slash support to donate to the show or join one of our listener membership levels starting at just $1 per month. So being mindful in eating and making food choices can really help you to avoid overeating and it can promote a better, more healthy relationship for you with food. Here's some tips that can help you become more mindful when it comes to eating. And I've started to to actually look at these myself as I've done the research for this episode. The first thing you want to do is listen to your body. Pay attention to your body's hunger and fullness cues. When you're hungry and you stop when you're satisfied, eat when you're hungry, stop when you're satisfied, not when you're overly full. Second thing to do, the second tip is to eat slowly. Chew your food thoroughly and savor each bite. Eating slowly gives your body time to register that it's getting full, which can ultimately prevent overeating. Tip number three, use smaller plates. Serve your meals on smaller plates and use smaller utensils. This can trick your brain into thinking you're eating more than you actually are. Tip number four is mindful portion control. Be aware of portion sizes. Measure or estimate appropriate portion sizes and avoid going back for seconds without consciously assessing your hunger. Tip number five is to limit distractions. Avoid eating in front of the TV, the computer, or while scrolling through your phone. Focus on your food and you'll be more in tune with your body's cues. Tip number six is to plan your meals. Plan your meals and your snacks ahead of time. This can help you make healthier choices and will reduce impulsive eating on your part. Number seven is to practice mindful eating techniques. Try mindful eating exercises like paying attention to the taste, to the texture, and to the smell of your food. Put your fork down between bites and take a moment to assess how you feel. Number eight is to stay hydrated. Sometimes our bodies confuse thirst with hunger. So drink a glass of water before eating to make sure that you're not just thirsty. Tip number nine is to make mindful food choices. When making food choices, consider the nutritional value of your options. Opt for whole unprocessed foods like fruits, vegetables, lean proteins, and whole grains. Tip number 10 is to avoid emotional eating. Recognize 
When you're eating due to emotional reasons, that can be stress, boredom, sadness, and try to find alternative ways to cope with those. Uh, things you can do to try to avoid this or to cope with those is to try talking to a friend, practice some type of relaxation, relaxation technique, uh, and even engage in a hobby, something to distract you so that it can prevent you from doing this emotional eating. Our tip number 11 is to keep a food journal. So write down what you eat and how you feel when you eat it. This can help you identify patterns and triggers that lead to overeating on your part. Tip number 12 is to practice gratitude. Take a moment before your meal to express gratitude for the food you're about to eat, and this can help you to appreciate your meal more and be more mindful of what it is you're about to consume. Tip number 13 is to seek support. If you find it challenging to practice mindful eating on your own, consider seeking support from a registered dietitian, a therapist, or a support group. They can provide you with some guidance and with some encouragement to help you stay on track. And our tip for number 14, the last one, is to be patient. Developing mindful eating habits takes time and practice. Don't get discouraged if you slip up. It's normal. We all do it. Just refocus on your goals and continue working towards them. Remember that mindful eating is about developing a healthier relationship with food and being more in tune with your body's needs. It's not about strict diets or restrictions, but rather about making conscious choices that promote well-being. Work from the Wade is produced by Johns Creek Studios in Milton, West Virginia. Johns Creek Studios is your ultimate solution for producing your podcast. To learn more about Johns Creek Studios, visit their website at johnscreekstudios.com. Johns Creek Studios, where podcast dreams come true. Listening to your body's signals of fullness is an essential part of mindful eating. Here's some suggestions and some cues you can pay attention to while eating to determine if you're full. Start by assessing your hunger before you begin to eat on a scale of one to 10 with one being extremely hungry and 10 being uncomfortably full aim to start eating when you're around a three or a four and that will allow you to eat when you're genuinely hungry. Pay attention to the physical sensations in your stomach. As you eat, you should feel a gradual sense of satisfaction and comfort. If you start to feel heavy, bloated, or overly full, it's a sign to slow down or to stop eating. Notice if the taste of the food you're eating changes. Often the first few bites of a meal are the most flavorful, and as you continue to eat, the taste becomes less intense. When this happens, it can be an indication that your body is getting satisfied. Mindfully chew your food and pay attention to the sensations in your mouth and your throat. When the food begins to lose flavor and becomes easier to swallow, it may be a signal that you're getting full. Put your utensils down between bites. Take a few deep breaths. Assess how you're feeling. This pause allows you to check in with your body and determine if you need more food or if you're satisfied. 
Stay mentally present and focus on the actual experience of eating. Notice if you're eating out of habit or because the food is in front of you, rather than because you're still hungry. Your body may send signals of satiation, such as a feeling of of contentment, uh, maybe a slight decrease in appetite, or even a sense that you could comfortably stop eating. So pay attention for that. Pay attention to how your energy levels change as you eat. If you start to feel more energized and more alert, that can definitely be a sign that your body is receiving the nourishment it needs. Trust your body's wisdom. It knows when it's hungry and when it's full. Tune in to those cues rather than relying on external factors like portion sizes or what others are eating around you. And be mindful of your emotional state while you're eating. Emotional eating uh, can really lead to overconsumption. If you notice you're eating to cope with emotions rather than physical hunger, address the emotional aspect separately away from your eating. Remember that it's normal for fullness to be a gradual sensation, and it may take some practice to become more attuned to these cues. It's also important to honor your body's signals and not feel obligated to finish everything on your plate if you're comfortably full. Over time, listening to your body's cues can help you develop a healthier and more mindful relationship with food. And that's what I'm learning to do. If you're looking for support and resources to help you practice mindful eating, there's various organizations, professionals, and communities you can reach out to. And here's a list of some potential resources that might help you. First off is a registered dietitian. Consult with a registered dietitian who specializes in mindful eating. They can provide personalized guidance and help plan meals out for you that are tailored to meet your needs. You can also speak with therapists and counselors. Mental health professionals like therapists and counselors can help address any emotional emotional or psychological aspects of your eating behavior. There are mindful eating workshops and courses. So look for local or online workshops, seminars, or courses that are focused on mindful eating. These can provide structured guidance and support for you. Read a book. There are a lot of books out there all about mindful eating, and they're usually written by experts in the field. There's some popular ones out there like The Mindful Diet by uh, Ruth Wolver and Beth Reardon and Intuitive Eating by Evelyn Triboli and Elise Resch. Great books. Go check them out. Mindfulness meditation programs can also be beneficial. Learning (laughs) these mindfulness techniques can be beneficial for mindful eating. Apps like Headspace um, and Calm will offer some guided meditation sessions that can really work to help you get there in being mindful in your eating. There's online communities. So go out there, join an online forum, a group, or a community. It might even be on Facebook or another social media platform that's dedicated to mindful eating. These can provide you with a sense of community and a platform where you can share your experiences and your tips, share your wins, share your losses. There's a lot of mobile apps out there that are designed to help you practice mindful eating. Uh, some popular options that have been out there in the past include Eat Right Now, Am I Hungry, and Mindful Eating Tracker. Reach out and, and check out some health and wellness centers. 
A lot of health and wellness centers offer programs and resources for mindful eating as a part of their holistic approach to your well-being. Enroll in a nutrition class or a workshop that's offered by a local community center, maybe a university or college nearby, or a health organization. Look for support groups. Support groups may be out there in your area that focus on emotional eating, on overeating, or on mindful eating. And these groups can provide you with a safe space where you can share your experiences and get support from others in a similar situation. There are nutritional and wellness websites out there that you can explore that may help you to find ways to be more mindful in your eating. They can offer you articles, tips, resources that will really guide you in that direction. There's podcasts out there that are dedicated to mindful and intuitive eating. Uh, and you can go out there and, and search for those uh, so that you can hear the experience that have been shared by the hosts, by guests, uh, what their insights are, what they've, they've done and what success they've had and what lack of success they've had. Consider attending a wellness retreat that incorporates mindful eating into its program. Uh, they're usually immersive experiences where you're there for several days, if not a week or more, to, to get into that mindset to help you make that shift in what you're doing. Check out your health insurance provider and see if they offer any type of coverage or resources with nutritional counseling or therapy that's related to eating behaviors. I know personally our, our uh, health coverage is uh, provides a program or works with a program called Wonder that will help you to be more mindful in your eating and restructure the way you think uh, about how you eat and the things you eat. So that's also out there as a great option. There's even some apps that are specifically out there to help you practice mindful eating. Uh, they provide you with prompts, with journaling features, with tips, things you can access daily in order to keep shifting your mindset into that more mindful practice of, of eating. The best thing is look for some local support, local support services that are out there. Reach out to your local health department, uh, your health, uh, different health clinics, hospitals. Look for information from them uh, and resources related to mindful eating and nutrition to help guide you on your way. And one that some people may not think of is a yoga studio. Talking to them, they might be able to find ways through their programs to help promote a mindful, not just eating, but a mindful way of living, which would include mindful eating. So consider, you know, a yoga class or speaking to someone that has uh, that some, someone or something that emphasizes a holistic well-being approach to help you make those better choices. Remember that finding the right resource or combination of resources may take some trial and error. So it's important to choose what aligns with your needs and your preferences and don't hesitate to seek out professional help if you're struggling with a disordered eating pattern or emotional eating. It's time. It's time. It's weekly weigh-in time. As of the recording of this episode, I weighed in today at 400.7 pounds. Uh, I've gone up three pounds since I recorded last. Um, I've not, <laughs> I've not done a very good job this week, and I will, I will easily admit that. Uh, doing some research and preparing for this episode, um, I see the mistakes I made. 
I have not been mindful in my eating. I've not made good food choices. And starting today, uh, I have started to look at things with a more mindful eating mindset uh, to try to shift the way I'm eating, to make better choices, slow down. That's a big one for me. I eat very fast. So now slowing down will help me to take the time to enjoy my food, enjoy what I'm eating, uh, to be aware of what it is. Uh, The other thing is simply listening to my body. I've eaten so fast that I don't listen to my body and then I feel overly full that I've I've eaten too much and I regret it after I've done so. Uh, The other thing is just simply listening to my body. Uh, to, to hear when I, to, or to feel when I'm really hungry, um, you know, to stop, take a drink of water, see if I'm actually thirsty. That's a big one for me because I'll be like, oh, I feel hungry and I'll just grab something and I'll eat it. And then I realize maybe, maybe I wasn't really hungry. Um, so I have, I have issues with that. And I'm hoping that by having done this research, by seeing these ideas that I can apply them into my own life, into my own eating habits that I can work to improve and do a better job in this next week and get some weight off and see you know what happens when we come back on the next show and see where I'm at. If you'd like to get updates uh, to track my progress, head on over to workfromtheweight.com slash support. You can sign up there for as little as a dollar a month as a weight loss warrior. And when doing so, get updates that I don't share on the show, but things I post from what's going on. My, uh, you know, reports from my CPAP machine, uh, the, the detailed report or the information about when I've gone out and, and done my walk or I've done a workout of some kind. Those are the kind of things that I post there. And I would love to keep posting them there and, and sharing that information with you. So in the next episode of Work from the Weight, we're going to be looking at weight loss supplements. So we're going to talk about why you should probably try to avoid them. And then we're going to examine 25 of the most popular ones that are out on the market today by looking at their efficacy and their potential side effects. Thank you for listening to Work From The Weight, a personal weight loss journey podcast. Visit workfromtheweight.com slash follow to see how you can follow the show and receive new episodes automatically when they're released. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.